Welcome to another episode of the Rise Up Country podcast. Hi, I'm John Ritter, and over the next few minutes, we're going to be spreading our message of hope and inspiration with two of country's biggest artists, Jimmy Allen and Gabby Barrett. Jimmy Allen is now a daddy of three, and we had a great conversation about things that are passed down to us from our parents, both good and bad, and what we have to do to fix the bad ones. Plus, he's got a great insight as to why maybe some of our plans in life are not working and what we can do to change all that. And Gabby Barrett has a great story about what her husband, Cade, gifted her on her first date. And she swears that's one way to know if your significant other is the right one for you. Plus, we're going to hear some stories from the real stars of the Rise Up Country podcast, people just like you who call into the Rise Up Country radio show and share their stories. Today, you're going to hear stories about how to restore joy back into your life and how Russian roulette can actually save someone's life. So sit back and enjoy the Rise Up Country podcast, and let's start it off with a phone conversation I had with country star Jimmy Allen. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, John. <laughs> Jimmy Allen, how you doing? Good, buddy. How about you? Oh, man, I'm doing good. You know, just uh, running around, about to go, uh, you know, take my son some lunch at school. You know, I have to tell you, Jimmy, I was just reading so much about you today. I'm I'm so proud that you're such a great, loving husband and such a great daddy. I had my daughter come out to visit us in Florida, and she's got uh-huh. three kids that are almost your kids' same ages. And then they brought their two dogs. So I had five dogs in the house, three <laughs> grandbabies, and five adults. And I'm going. That sounds like a country song to me. <laughs> right, but you tell me your wife Lexi isn't such an important part of that family because it is a full-time, hands-on, whatever needs to be done kind of job, isn't it? Oh yeah, man. It's a, uh, it's the real, it's the real deal, man. You know, but you know, being a, you know, having them in my life, you know, it's it's amazing. It's crazy because I feel like. Like my goals didn't change, I would say my motivation changed. You know, once, once all of them came into my life, you know, because music was always something I wanted to do, and you know, film and television and stuff. But becoming a father, becoming a husband, I feel like they took it to the next level for me. Oh, buddy, and you got it. I mean, what do you do when you get home? Because you you got to be feeling like a little bit guilty. Well, what can I do? But I mean, what can you do? You know, when I get home, typically. You know, I try to hang out with them as much as I can. But luckily, they're on the road with me a lot. Oh, good. Like, a lot. To the point where they were on the road with me so much one time, I was like, y'all ready to go home? Y'all ready to go home. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you've got a job to do when you're out on the road. And it's like you love them so much, but, you know, when you're around them all that time, you're, you don't really want to get work done because you want to hang out with them. That's a perfect point. I do the same thing. And I've got like my studio set up and I'm doing interviews and phone calls and I work on music and I got double doors with glass windows on them. And you hear this little tap and there's those little smiley faces. Hi, pop, hop. (laughs) And it's like, oh, Uh, gosh. It's hard to tell that person no. You can't. 
Yeah, you can. They, they start calling you Pop Pop and stuff. You're like, oh, man. <laughs> and, you know, I love the message in your song, Down Home. But I know for me, there's there's a lot of things I remember about my dad and some things I got. I learned about hard work. We had nine kids, so this guy would go work in a factory and then come home and raise a family. And when he had a chance to get away from everybody, he didn't do it. But I also had to learn about his hot temper and other things he had to learn in his life that I had to get out of mine. What did yeah. you What did you learn from your daddy that you know you're passing down to your kids, or some things that you had to change in yourself? Yeah, you know, I definitely learned about hard work. You know, not making excuses because uh, you know my grandpa farmer, my dad's a marine. You know, other things they passed down to me that. My grandpa and my dad are just alike to the point where they're so focused on their career and providing, they miss the intimacy in relationships. And I don't mean just intimacy with the spouse. I mean any relationship, your spouse, your friends, your parents, meaning like actually taking the time to get to know someone and and getting them other things they need other than, you know, paying bills, whether that's attention, a conversation, listening, you know, that's stuff I'm not really good at. Right. So you had to work at it. Oh yeah. I'm still, I'm still working at it. Trust me. Oh, and <laughs> you... comes, like I get told all the time, you know, when it comes to providing, you know, making sure the bills are paid, making sure there's food on the table, making sure that vehicles are working. Oh man, I'm a plus. <laughs> <laughs> But when it comes to everything else, you know, making time to, like, listen and actually talk and share my feelings and stuff. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, another thing with my dad, man, is he constantly was always focused on he's going to retire. He's going to go moose hunting. He's going to do this. He was a His dad was a gunsmith, so he had all these guns collected. Well, guess what? At 53, he had a, a major problem health-wise. And I used to see people come into our house when he'd have to get out of bed from being sick and sell all of his guns. You know, we never went on vacation. We never got to have that kind of time. And when I got older, man, I can't tell you all the vacations we took with our kids and did stuff. And my wife would go, we really can't afford that. And I go, honey, until you see somebody go through that, we can't afford not to do this. That's how I look at it, man. I'm like... I don't get wrapped up in, you know, how much something costs if it's a vacation. You wonder why? Because those memories last a lifetime. You could take that money that you're going to spend on vacation and throw it on something else, like maybe a bill or just let it sit in the bank. Or you could take that money and help build these memories with your family. You know, especially if you budget it right and save. And you can always go back to work and make that money back. Yeah, I'm with you. Work ain't going nowhere. <laughs> hey, two things I want to ask you about. You wearing the number 15 and the scarves you have around your hat. Uh, so number 15, uh, that was my uh, dad's favorite number to the point where it became the family number. So he wore 15 playing sports. I wore it. My son wears it. My brother wore it. My sister wore it. Like, that's the Allen number. You're Allen. You wear 15. 
And if you don't wear 15, we're questioning your bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> now, how about the scarves that you wear around your hat? My grandma, she always wore scarves. Like, that was her thing. Like, those bandanas. She always wore this purple one fishing. And in her everyday life, she wore a red one. So every show, that's why I wear a red bandana now under my uh, fedora. Every show, I wear a red bandana. And every um, time I perform, I wear my grandma's actual fishing scarf. Oh. My, uh, I have it on me, either tied on my belt loop in my pocket somewhere. Oh, every, time I, I'm, every time I'm on TV, every time I do all that. And that's why I started performing with sunglasses, too, because she used to always have this thing. She said, Jimmy, you got to stay focused on your goals so much to where you block out the negative opinion of people and it doesn't matter who those people are just negative block them out that's why i started wearing the sunglasses and the reason why i wear i started i got that one hat design that i wear that fedora looking hat because mm -hmm. that's the exact hat my dad used to wear oh that's pretty sweet isn't it those are great memories yeah. see it's just like what we were talking about that's when it's all said and done that's all you got yep i remember one day my mom walked up and goes johnny you can't believe it somebody lost my photo album and I lost all those pictures. She was so upset. Oh, yeah. You're like, where are those pictures? <laughs> yeah. I need those pictures. <laughs> hey, let me ask you something. With your faith, it took you 10 and a half years to get a record deal. You were living out of a car. How did that upbringing and going to church help you? Well, you know, for me, um, you know, a, a lot of people learn different stuff. The biggest thing I learned growing up um, church was patience another big thing i learned was that how people talk about wait on the lord it's not about sitting down and doing nothing <laughs> right. it's about being faithful and being consistent in your movement towards your goal while you wait for him to point you in the right way that's why if you also take weight on the lord and you put it with order by steps he's not saying he's ordering you sitting down He's ordering your steps. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So for me, <laughs> it made sense to continue to move and just trust the promise that he had for me because I realized my goals still aligned with who he is. A lot of times I feel like people, like my career isn't going anywhere. You know, God's not helping me. Well, is your, are your goals aligned with who God is? If your goals aren't aligned with who God is, why would he help you? You know? But as long as your goals are aligned with who he is and you add in patience and you add in waiting, you know. That's great. Uh, at the, you know, you add a good person. At the end of the day, your time will come. Now, when your time comes, it's up to you for you to be ready or not. I'm always say, look, buddy, all I know is I show up and I shut up. But I'm a worker. Yep. You might be smart. Everybody in the world might be smarter than me, but they're not going to outwork me. Not going to outwork me. Uh -uh. <laughs> you can do a lot of things, but outworking me is not one of them. Hey, buddy, listen, it's always great talking to you. I'll, I'll end this conversation like I started. I'm so proud of you, not as just an entertainer, because you are that. You make a lot of people happy and a lot of people smile, and we sure need that in this world. But to be a dedicated daddy and husband, great job, Jimmy. Oh, man, thank you. All right. I'm sure you're heading for Disney this Christmas. Are you still going with that big family, though? Oh, yeah. We we were just there a couple weeks ago. Oh, my gosh. And then I was just there for Thanksgiving. Oh, my I gosh. I ended up taking my son because he wanted to go there bad. Yeah, we were there in September, November. Oh, yeah. We're not slowing down. <laughs> we just bring more help. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you need some help, man. Hey, I will talk to you later, my friend. Uh, you take it easy. Great, great uh, talking to you. Same to you, man. Hey, did he give us some great insight all about life? Making sure that your plans are aligned with what God's plans are for you. Hey, maybe Jimmy's story inspired you to share one with us. Well, you can on our Rise Up Country Hope line at 844-717-7774. Or you can make a comment on our Facebook page at Rise Up Country or follow us on Instagram at Rise Up Country. We always talk about the real stars of the Rise Up Country podcast. And those are the people who call in and share their stories of hope and inspiration and give us encouragement on the Rise Up Radio show. Here's a gentleman who called in and finally figured out how to get joy back in his life. I was just thinking back at the end of 2019, I had come back from Afghanistan, December. Uh, so, you know, just starting out in 2020, had no joy at all in my in my life. I, I, I wanted to laugh. I wanted to be happy. I just had, I was just dead inside. And uh, even my friends would say, dude, you've lost your joy. Hmm. And uh, I was talking to my priest about it, and he said, I want you to, I want you to wake up every morning and find three things to be grateful for. Wow. Just three things. And I challenge anybody to start just, just end with three, but I started doing that. And and more and more blessings just started coming coming to light, you know. And uh, and God's a gracious God, but I, I still think He wants to be recognized, you know. And as I was recognizing, it's just more and more blessings. And uh, I'm at the level of my life. I got married, and we were opening emotional support animal ranch with little little critters everywhere. And uh, <laughs> I thought back about it. Just yeah, just the other day, we, we got many donkeys and many bulls and goats and and. Uh, and we actually opened on our 30th April, but I thought back, wow, all of that has happened in, in just over two years, and it just blew me away. Yeah, I can understand that. You know what? In the good and the bad, you're always supposed to have that attitude of gratitude and know that God's in control and he's got better plans, right? Right. I've uh, had to sit there and, and reevaluate and going, oh, my gosh, what are you thinking? You're going back to the past and, you know, that song, digging up bones, digging up old garbage right, you can't do right. anything about, you know, and then you finally have to say, what was I thinking? It's so easy to jump back in. I'm just going to do three things. And like I said, I challenge anybody to stop with three. I surely cannot. Mm-hmm. And and they just keep getting, and we got such a gracious God. He's like, hey. You like that? Check this out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so where is your animal farm? Where, where are you located? Uh, we're in Plain City, Utah. <laughs> Mini donkey named Earl, and we've got micro mini bulls that are not <laughs> like the, the ones you ride. They come up and try to love on you. Pretty skittish right now for working with them. We've got right now 17 goats and 24 chickens and three ducks and a couple pot belly pigs on the way, and it's just uh, – Kid, you know, special needs guys come in and come to our pasture, come to where the animals live and get loved on. That's what it is. That's not real marketed up. Yeah, not real big marketed up. Just, you know, low-key, come on out and just enjoy the animals. Well, we'll brag on you. Just go to our Facebook page at Rise Up Country and send me all the information. I'd love to hear about it. Oh, that sounds great, John. Yeah, we will do. And uh, we've got our Facebook and all of that. And 
be posted, I mean, post of the animals and things. That'd be wonderful. That's nice. Hey, listen, let me tell you something that you may, you may not know, but it's very important as a dad to, to hear this story. As a little yeah. boy, I got a disease called histoplasmosis. It got so huh. bad that for two and a half years, I became a skinny runt that couldn't go to school, had to be homeschooled, had x-rays every few months, blood taken out uh. every few months. I went to a Green Springs sanitarium, and they got to a point where they gave me two weeks to live. Oh, so I goodness. remember we sat down with the parents, and they told me I was going to go see Jesus, and they bought me toys, and I had no idea what was going on. We went to a shrine, believe it or not, which I think you will, and yeah. a guy came over and prayed with us and gave me a little scapular to wear around my waist. Long story short, the doctor, my parents, no one understood, but I became cured of that disease. But I've told you all that to tell you this. Response, buddy. And I got it from playing in chicken coops and inhaling the chicken manure. Oh, no way. So if you got kids and you have a chicken coop, they don't play there ever. Yeah, I got grandkids, so I'll keep them out of there. That's for sure. All right, man. The pond, too. They like to go splash around that pond. Oh, I don't mind splashing around <laughs> a pond. Hey, listen, God bless you for all you're doing, and thanks for the call. And I'm, I'm glad you're doing good, and especially serving our country and reminding everybody how important it is. You just look at overseas and all the hurt and all the pain that these other people have to suffer from other countries. And we don't because we have people like you that keep us safe and keep our military strong. It is such, and you see, you see what's out there, uh, like what the Afghanistan people, you know, went through. Mm -hmm. I have friends that have flown to Pakistan and, uh, can you imagine leaving everything, Ukraine, leaving oh everything gosh. you have. Oh my no gosh. Hope, uh, you no know, hope of uh, your stuff, uh, a complete wonder of what's next. We can't imagine it, you know? We can't, no, you're right. Really. I mean, you work your whole life, and it might be reduced to a shopping cart that you're pushing behind. Right. Yep. Hey, buddy, exactly. thank you for serving our country. You bet, John. My pleasure. And keep up your good show, buddy. I sure love listening to it. I will do it. Talk to you later. All right. Sounds good. God bless. Same to you. Bye-bye. I got that call on our Rise Up Hope line at the Rise Up Country radio show. Maybe it inspired you to call. You can at 844-717-7774 or just go ahead and make a comment on our Facebook page. Well, who would ever think playing Russian roulette and being at the very lowest point of your life could be the best thing for you to turn your life around? Listen to this call I got. Hey, John. First off, God bless you. Happy Sunday morning. I had a huge life-changing event. 1998 or so. Mom and Dad got a divorce. I went with my dad. He got with a woman, ended up uh, kicking me out because the new family didn't like me. Wow. I ended up going down a very deep, dark rabbit hole. Got into drugs, fighting, stealing, uh, you name it, I was doing it. Hmm. One day I was sitting at a, in a car at a bar. My brother went in to make a drug deal. Left a 357 Magnum in the in the car, and I decided, for whatever reason, to play Russian roulette. <laughs> the the third time, 
I did not pull the trigger, obviously, because I'm here. I didn't pull the triggers. I decided to look. Thank God I looked. And it was that very moment I told myself, this is not where I want to be. <laughs> I prayed. Luckily, I was able to get out of the situation. Uh, it was a struggle. I was homeless. Had a job. Found an old abandoned trailer house. Had running water. And I just kind of called that home for a while and got my life straight. That was a that was a heck of a heck of a ride. I'm about to celebrate my 25 year anniversary in four days. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. I tell you what, I tell folks all the time. I said, you know where I came from. When I go to the grocery store, I I don't even look at the prices. Of course, now I do because they're shocking me. But most of the time, I don't because at one yeah. point, I was eating you know government cheese and. Drinking powdered milk, so, oh, yeah. so I know what it's like to be at yes. the very bottom, man. Yes, sir, that's a fact. Eating out of a trash can is no fun. Oh, my goodness. Hey, listen, thank you so much for sharing your story. I love everything that you told us today and all the changes you made in your life. And, buddy, I will talk to you later, and I appreciate your time. I love your show. I listen to you every weekend. You have a blessed day. You too, man. I appreciate the call. Talk to you later. Bye. If you've got a story to share with us, you can on the Rise Up Country Hope line at 844-717-7774. Or if you want to make a comment about that call, go to our Facebook page at Rise Up Country or follow us on Instagram at Rise Up Country. I told you I was going to play a conversation I had with Gabby Barrett. What a personality and what a lady. I remember sitting down and talking with her and going, Gabby, I have to tell you, Barrett means a lot to me because that's the street I used to live on when I lived in Lake Tahoe and was an entertainer, and it meant a lot to me. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of sarcasm. Hey, listen, with your song, The Good Ones, your husband, Cade, When you first met him, you said that when you guys got married and lived together, you start to realize what's really important and the kind of stuff that's going to make a love last. So what is that glue that held you both together? Oh, goodness. Well, for mine, I would definitely say um, I met him actually when we were on American Idol in 2018. And so what kind of qualified him to me is a good one. Um, and initially drew me to him was his Christian values with everything. He was, he was a great um, man of the word. And that's something that I really loved and wanted somebody that was going to love God more than they loved me or anything else to lead me properly in that direction. And he was very much that from the jump and then everything just kind of fell into place and, and we complement each other really well. And it just has shown that the Lord has really made us for one another. So he's my best friend ever. And I'm excited that I get to do all this music stuff with him too my goodness did that go to my heart put a tear in my eye that's beautiful (laughs) thank you that's what our show is all about our show is all about hope and inspiration and knowing that god can get you through anything that's what the show is yes sir that's wonderful now did faith play a role in your life growing up i mean was it part of your family You know what? That's actually not the way that I grew up, but my faith is a large part of 
who I am as a human being. And I've really come into that over the past couple years. And so I've been really just digging into scripture and, and finding that exactly what you said. The Lord is always faithful and he's the only one that will not turn away from you. He's always somebody that, you know, you can rely on and always turn to and talk to and always will be there for you. And so um, it's just become a huge part of my life and who I am as a person and something that I lean on every single day. And so I was really excited to be able to include a song like that on an album uh, talking about who I am as a person. So, Yeah, because that's, you know, and so many times people might say, well, you know what, you're not really a Christian artist, da-da-da-da-da. I forget who I heard. They said, no, I'm a country artist that just happens to be a Christian. <laughs> there you go. That's right. And we live in a gen- I mean, we live in a generation now where you know everything's kind of like blending into one another. Music, music is very versatile, and so I'm excited to also be in a generation where it's not just you know you have to do exactly one thing, but I'm able to create an album with a lot of variety on it. Variety. Oh my goodness. I mean, you covered every aspect whatsoever of the world. I mean, you did a great job. (laughs) Well, thank you. I tried to make it as relatable as possible, but also, of course, keeping it genuine to kind of my story as an artist. Yeah, you have the um, upset kind of breakup song. Then you have the love songs. You have an encouraging song with Footprints on the Moon. And then you have a song about the Lord with Got Me and other things. (laughs) So there's a good mix. (laughs) Listen, did you have a time in your life where something didn't work out, but it was actually part of God's plan or was a blessing in disguise? Yes, absolutely. Probably. I mean, the song, I Hope, um, of mine was written about a terrible high school relationship that I kind of had. But thank God is that song that's kind of talking about, you know, basically being thankful for those terrible relationships that happened because it brought me to you. It brought me to my my now husband. And so that's kind of the lyrics it's saying. Um how could I not look at you and thank God even after all of the stuff that's kind of happened? So I hope is kind of like talking about this terrible situation. And then thank God you can consider that as if like, oh, what does she have to say after I hope? And it would it would probably be thank God. Yeah. Well, you know what? You are so easy to talk to. How did you get to be so comfortable in your own skin? Yeah. Um. I don't know. I've been performing for a while. I've been performing for nine years. And it's just something that I... Wanted to kind of show people who I am as a person through music and was always willing to do that. I wanted people to know um, who I was and kind of what I stand for and things like that. Um, And that's what Jesus and my mama is basically about is is standing firm in your beliefs and and not wavering and not being afraid to do that either. Um, And so that one's kind of a song of encouragement as well. You're all about the Rise Up show of hope and inspiration, aren't you? Yes, love, encouragement, and positivity. That's always a good thing. <laughs> Me too. That's all I spend my time time reading, you know? I mean, that's. Uh, yeah. I fill myself with that. Now, how about learning to keep negative people away from you? How did you learn that one? Um, I think you could just... You tell the type of crowd that you want to be around and who you don't want to be around and who you need to be around and who you don't as well. Um, My husband and I have kind of learned that. You know, being in high school, I started to dive into the wrong friend group a little bit there, but always thought, oh, I'll be fine because I'm not participating in anything bad. Um, But slowly but surely, the apple doesn't fall forward from the tree and you get dragged into that. So I learned that in high school, and I'm very... Um, 
I'm very much thinking about who is in my group of circle, which I have a wonderful group of people now that I'm thankful for. One final question. The Bible says to be thankful in all things. What are some things that you're most thankful for, Gabby? Things that I'm most thankful for. Probably to have access to a Bible. Wow. That's, that's very nice that we live in the United States and we have access to the Word of God very easily. Um, something great. else would be my husband. He is somebody that keeps me together um, through the weaknesses and the strengths of life, as well as, I mean, my team and my family. God has just very much blessed me with the people around me and in my life and where it's going right now. So I'm just very blessed overall with everything that's going on, but the people around me for sure. I think God's looking down right now and saying she should have been the host of the Rise Up show, John. (laughs) No, you're doing great. (laughs) You did great. Hey, thank you very much. It was great talking to you. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time. I appreciate it very much. You're quite welcome. Such an honor to have Jimmy Allen and Gabby Barrett. What conversations, what great insights they both have on life. Hey, listen, if you enjoyed these kind of stories, you can always find us at Rise Up Country. Also, if you have a comment to make, go to our Facebook page at Rise Up Country or a story to share. You can go to our Hope Line at 844-717-7774. Until next time, remember, never, never give up. Just rise up.